Hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangiheyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Now, we're talking turn-offs today. Mm-hmm. Specifically, what is giving you the ick? Oofed. Okay. Um, we do, however, have a bone to pick with the GBs on that, don't we, Jules? That's right, we do. Yeah. You already know we'll be answering a heavy listener question. Mm. Plus, this week's Confession Jodes is very fucking full on. Oh, no. Perhaps our most X-rated yet. Oh, shit. So you'll want to stay around for that. As always, my love. How have you been? Give me the update. Well, I'm very, very excited to be recording. We're actually doing some visual today for the GBs. I know. We're sweating off $300 worth of oh makeup we've just worn. You bitches better love it. I pulled out the, <laughs> pulled out the Mac for this shit. Um, washed my hair for the occasion. Oh, that's huge. Jill's got a haircut, so yeah. it's all on, baby. Mm-hmm. Now, funnily enough, I was thinking a lot recently about your, you know, you love to go out and about and have a good time. Yes, where's this leading to? (laughs) (laughs) And um, recently Jules went to the Gold Coast. Mm, The GC. And and it's funny, a lot of our listeners, they can obviously consider us both to be, you know, Kiwi Mm -hmm. by descent when actually we're Mm Australian-born, but I grew up in New Zealand. Anyway, I was actually born on the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that you were going to the Gold Coast, Mm -hmm. super like... I don't know, just like weird vibes. But you apparently think that that makes total sense that I'm from the GC. Total sense. Yeah. It's fucking rough but glamorous. Yeah. A bit bogan <laughs> but a bit harsh. Love I that, honestly, man. it's a weird because it's got the most beautiful beaches yeah. and then you walk up and there's only Hog's Breath Cafe. What is McDonald's that? for coffee. Yeah. I mean, shout out to our, our GBs who yeah. are from the Gold Coast. Yeah, I did get out, hit up out. a little bit. Um, as Jode said, I did get a haircut. And mm. I have to speak to you about this mm. because I don't know if I'm just on such heat right now. Yeah. I need a good fucking. Okay. Because there is some sort of weird sexual tension between you and your hairdresser at the basin. Oh, 100%. Like, especially because it feels like kind of like a vibrator because she goes fast and slow <laughs> fast and slow fast and slow I'm about to fucking climax in this bitch and it's the way you're positioned as well <laughs> back like it's very vulnerable like yes. oh you're really at their mercy so I do have Mardi Gras coming up and as we know I'm a fucking slut hey. for Mardi Gras so I've been going to the gym every single day Yeah. and something that sort of hit me because um, I went to the Martin Place one we've talked about this place before I'm not going to say it again yeah. I went to the Martin Place one and I noticed um, as I was talking to all the ladies in there you know I'll chin wag to a yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed I had my leg up and I'm kind of doing my makeup, putting my body cream on. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm completely nude and everyone yes. else is wearing suits and they can't look at me in the eye. Yeah. And I've been going to this place for two years and it's just kind of dawned on me that I'm nudie Rudy the whole time up until like I'm probably butt naked for half an hour getting changed and putting my makeup on what is the gym etiquette are you what what do you normally do okay so are you actually on the main floor of the gym no like in the change rooms like from the showers obviously (laughs) (laughs) I don't get paid that much (laughs) 
I'm never fucking surprised with you. So in the actual gym mm-hmm. changing room, like yeah. if someone was to walk into the bathroom, would you be there with like? It's obviously for females only. I don't know what kind of gym you're going to. That says a, a like male and female joint place. So obviously it's all ladies. Yeah. But I'll have full minge out. Um, full minge. Yeah. All obviously I've just showered and it's too sweaty. I mean, look, do you, boo? I think I personally wouldn't have an issue with it, but I think maybe our more conservative ladies want me like might walk in and not be expecting to see that ass because you do that. There's a lot of ass oh, to be seen. Thank you, thank you. It's in, really a, in, early a good, for in a good way, I personally, I'd be like, yes, girl. <laughs> I'm liking what I'm seeing, but yeah, I think, uh, look. Do you? I so would, are you a toweler? Do you go straight for the towel? Look, I'm actually more of a tits out towel around the, the gonads yeah, point out. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, because poor poor Sally's just finished her pump class and now yeah. she's got my minge in her face. Especially if you're sporting a bit of a 70s look. I mean, that's a lot to go down after a few reps. Yeah, yeah that's well, a lot. T- you know me, tits I don't care about. Unfortunately, yeah. there's not a lot I'm working with. If anything, they're probably like, oh, that poor girl, she's so broke. <laughs> Anyway, I love that for you. Look, we're gas bagging as always. Let's so should we go for a quick break? Let's go to break. Let's do a quick break. Um, but before we come back, make sure you're following your gals at Good Bee Podcast on the gram. We love hearing from all of our good bitches. Okay, guys, you are back with Jules and Jodes. And Jodes. I don't know if I told you last time, but I am back on the apps. Hey, lucky someone is. Yep. So I'm back on the apps and I was at um, with my two guy mates on Sunday and they were helping me sort of weed weed out the uh, – or cut the fat, cut as the I normally fat. say, cut yes. the fat. Anyway, they were like, what about this guy? Oh, my gosh, he's so your type, blah, blah, blah. And I said, absolutely not. Mm. No way. Mm. Are you joking? And I said, why? What's wrong with him? And I said, well, first of all, his first answer to a hinge question about what pizza topping you'd be – this guy writes margarita. Oh, that's fucking, that's basic. That's some basic but, shit. And I said, guys, it's giving me the ick. Oh, really? the, just the margarita. They, it's giving me, no, because it's not going to line up with my lifestyle. I'm no. a very crazy girl. I'm yes. a pepperoni and chili no. gal. So I said, it should give me the ick. And they were like, what is this ick that you keep talking yes. about? So we need to get into this. Jodes, mm-hmm. how would you describe the ick? Okay, so for me, the ick is when you are in the early stages of dating someone, seeing someone, mm-hmm. um, and then something cringy mm. or repulsive goes down. Mm-hmm. Usually out of fucking nowhere, mm. and it just strikes you, and mm-hmm. then you're like, holy shit, I no longer want to fuck you, mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to you, mm-hmm. do not touch me, goodbye. Mm-hmm. That to me is the ick. It's just like that instant state of repulsion. But it's not a deal breaker. We have to be clear. It's not a deal breaker. But I mean, you kind of don't want to have sex with them instantly anymore. Yeah, you're like turned off and yeah. you can't get past it in your head. And it's something normally quite small that you're embarrassed to tell someone about because it yes. makes you seem quite shallow. Yes. Well, a good example that I thought of is, you know, that movie Shallow How? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a bunch of centrefolds, absolute tens all round. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he can't get past the fact that this chick that's interested in him. Yeah, because she's perfect shallow, for him. Yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah. Perfect, yeah. but yep. her second, like her index toe, if that's what we're calling it, index toe, is longer than the main toe. And he's like, oh, I can't fucking do it. And she's like a 10. 
don't come for me right now. You know, I've got web toes. My brothers oh, call me the hoof. Mine are so. a hot mess. <laughs> if this was the foot podcast, we'd have fucking no, no chance to make. Um, yeah, so my biggest ick, and we've spoken about my deep fear yes. of going to the park for a picnic date and the guy bringing out a slack line. Oh, that no. is my ultimate. And you know That's what? I'm thinking mess. about it so much so mm. I feel like I'm going to manifest it. Yes. But a new one for me that I've noticed, Jodes, that gives uh-huh. me the ick. Yeah. Is short sleeve button up shirts. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I don't fuck with that one either. Because to me, it's like, are you business? Or are you casual? Like, Choose. Make up your mind. Choose, my guy. What is that? What's, what's one of your icks? Because now I just sound shallow. Okay, so I don't like men who are over the top on PDA on first or second dates. Yeah. Like if it's all over me, I had a really disturbing incident where I went out on, um, on a date with a guy. He took me to the fucking bookstore. I mean, if that wasn't a red flag, I don't know what was, honey. Is this very inner west of Sydney? It's, I mean, it was peak Newtown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> went to the bookstore and he starts literally trying to like fully hook up with me down like the, the aisle. Like well, have his own little 90s movie have his moment. Own little, I was like, oh, no, yeah, we're not yeah. about to do that, fucking Barry. Yeah. What did like, he want? A fucking wristy by aisle number nine? It was just awkward and it was like, I was still feeling this guy out. I don't know. I find, yeah, over the top PDA mm, when I don't mm-hmm. know you, like step away, Sam. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. I also bad spelling grammar. Oh, God, which you must hate me then. No, you're fine. What are you talking about? Oh. You're fine. Yeah, I don't know, like... Obviously, people make mistakes, mm-hmm. but if it's like clearly that they have an issue with, yeah, yeah, I just I cannot. I yeah. can't get past it. I studied English at uni, like I just can't. Oh yeah, I just can't. It gives me the ick. Mm-hmm. Another one might be a common one: body odor. Oh yeah, but that's surely they've got more going on. Like surely that's a medical condition. I don't know. For me, I feel like that's a red flag. Again, I've clearly dated some fucking losers because um, another guy I dated, I worked in a call centre with, um, Mm. shout out if he's listening, Mm. and he had such a bad body odour problem. Our like team leader at the time Mm. had to literally take him out the back and have a conversation about his body odour. Oh, I feel really bad. No, but like f- fucking how I had to buy him de- deodorant. It was a hot mess. Oh, I feel so bad. So these are, yeah, so what, X first deal breakers. Yeah. Uh, would those be considered your deal breaker or what would you, just so boy, pet the listeners kind of understand yeah. the difference between. Okay. So I think that the margarita pizza one is a perfect example. I'm probably, I'm not going to leave him at the fucking aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Just because margarita he's ordered pizza, cheese on the bread. Ick. If you're a cat owner, I mean, that to me is a deal breaker. Don't. I'm, I'll can punch you right here, I right just, now. I just Cats are better than dogs. We've spoken about this many I just, times. I just cannot with you, cat owners. I'm sorry. I'm allergic. They're, they're foul. I just can't. Some um, of the, well, some of, we went to, we did this on a poll. Obviously, follow us if you don't at Good Bee Podcast. Yeah. And some of the responses, hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. The, the spicy food one, if they can't take spicy food. I mean, what the fuck? Oh, so people can't eat what they what they want to eat now. We're yeah. coming for you non-spicy hoes. What is with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do have a bone to pick with the GBs. As Jules was saying, we did the poll on IG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some of these icks that were coming through, I mean... It was giving real shallow judgmental vibes, girls. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for example, someone said that they find it ick if the guy that they're seeing catches the train to their house. Mm. Like what? Yeah. 
So no. if anything, that's romantic. I used to have an ex that would catch two trains in a bus. And honestly, you know, as soon as he's walking through that door, I'm jumping his bones. Right. It's the, it's the effort. Yeah, completely. It, you know, it's the, it's the transit for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, someone else said too much eye contact. Like, so, oh, you can't even look lovingly into your eyes anymore. What's with that? Yeah, unless it's a first date. That's apparently it's like serial killer vibes. There's definitely a line. Yeah, but again, ick, not a deal breaker. Ick, not a deal breaker Also, for sure. a lot of comments around what guys wear or mm-hmm. if they have bad shoes. Mm-hmm. Honey, you can clean all that up, seriously. Mm. I dated a guy that had Ed Hardy. I chopped all that shit up, burnt it all. That was no longer a problem. Yeah, I, okay? used to, um, I used to slowly, every time he came to my house, I would hide one of his um, fucking sunglasses yeah. or I'd accidentally sit on them on the couch and break them. Yeah, accidentally. Like, oh, you know this ass, I'm backing it up. <laughs> You've got to move everything in my way. But see, that's taking initiative. Completely. Let's turn these X into solutions. Let's be solution-focused, mm-hmm, ladies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some of these X, I mean... Some of you girls need to check yourselves before you wreck yourselves because it was giving a bit. Jewel said elitist vibes. Yeah, look, my I G- love that. I love that word. Yeah, my GB tip of the week would yeah. be we definitely with the answers that we got. There was definitely a class element GBs, and yeah. we kind of need to check ourselves that we're not being too elitist. Mm. This bullshit of like only drives an auto, even doesn't have their license. I understand the thought behind it of like, you you know, you should have taken initiative by now. Yeah. We just have no idea about people's personal situations. Yeah. And I think that's really coming from an ivory tower with which here at Good Bitch, we do not do. So obviously we have preferences. Yes. But these icks were starting to get very Jug- um, like judgy. Like judgy vibes. Yeah, completely. Anywho, um, but reverse to the ick, on a more positive note, is there one thing that a man does that turns us the fuck on? What's your what? I know mine. What's yours? You mean turn like kind of like the ick, like turns you on, but you can't explain why. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, like a reverse ick. Uh, yeah, reverse ick. Okay. So obviously, if I wake up next to a guy, and for some reason, if he's sleeping on his. Because only guys do this. I don't know any girl that does this. If he's sleeping on his front, you know, like fully on his stomach and they, they turn their heads and they're holding the pillow. <laughs> if I wake up next to him and he's sleeping on his stomach, you best believe he's getting sloppy toppy. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you like, you like that position. I just like that. It's such a manly thing. Uh, and oh, then that's so funny. If I'm talking to a guy and when, I don't know if, because only guys do this, I think. Yeah. And they go to think and they do this thing with their tongue and we're going to have to put this on socials because I can't describe it. When they go, they think and they go, yeah. <laughs> I want to bite his lip. I want to fuck so bad. I, when they go, <laughs> But what's yours, my darling? I like when men like reverse the car oh. and they put with oh. one hand and they look behind them and they've got the hand oh. on the... Oh, oh that's like, That is fucking hot. Yeah. I, what, I don't know what it is about yeah, yeah. that. It's when the they're re- doing the... I love that. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, that's definitely a reverse act. Oh. An instant turn on. Well, um, uh, yeah, just love that we could finish on that little, you know, because yeah. yeah, there is also always a reverse to the ick. And exactly. we're just, I think in relationships or, or uh, situationships, situations. you're just going to have to focus on the reverse ick. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, there, there's never going to be any long-term relationships because, I don't know, people do nasty shit when they're com- long-term committed. But the ick is very much when it's early days. Early days. Yeah, completely. Anyway, it's a lot. Should we go to break? Let's go to break. Okay. Uh, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Follow us on the gram at Good Bee Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.
right, welcome back, good bitches. You're back with How to Be a Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. Now, we're going to go straight into our listener question. Bit of a heavy one today, Jules. Yeah, so you keep telling me. I'm yet to read this one, so I'd like to get my – it's going to be my genuine reaction. Yes, so strap yourself in. Mm. When I read this one, I actually got quite – emotional to be yeah. honest okay but, do know, we need to put a trigger warning or anything no no okay. trigger warning but i just really felt for our gb okay. so let me just get straight into it so she slid into the dms mm-hmm. advice needed she said i'm in a crapper of a long-term relationship and we're both staying in it for the wrong reasons the reality is he doesn't love me anymore and i'm begging for the minimum requirements of any basic relationship including sex I know he wants to leave me, but is staying out of guilt because I moved countries for him, left my friendship group for him, left my job, family, everything, my entire support network. I now have absolutely no support network of my own. We both know it's coming to an end, but I need to branch out and make my own circle here so that I can set myself up to get through this eventual breakup. My question to you guys is, how do I go about finding my feet as a woman in her late 20s and meet people from similar walks of life? I'm already going to go rogue here. I'm already uh, – let me – okay, I, I'm not going to answer your question immediately because there's something bigger that we have to address. Yes. You should never be moving countries and giving up absolutely everything for a potential anything. No. That, and that's your first mistake. And I know that you're not asking because it sounds like you kind of know that that was a mistake. Yes. But I'm just saying for all girls, even I've romanticised about it when I was a young Jules. Yes. You know, you think, oh, maybe I'll just move to fucking Adelaide for him and I don't yeah. have anyone. Because then that's how uh, resentment happens and mm-hmm. all that stuff starts to fester. And, you know, he goes out to drinks and you're like, why are you out to drinks without me? Yeah. It's a hot mess. But what's your take? Yeah, exactly as you said. And it whittles down your self-worth mm-hmm. because you haven't built anything on your own mm-hmm. as an individual. Yeah. Your whole self-esteem, your whole security mm-hmm. system is built around this one individual. Completely. So if that you've put yourself in a really vulnerable position here, babe, mm-hmm. because when that falls apart, which it sounds like it's going to... You're stuck. You're mm. you're alone. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing else to fall back on because you've invested everything in this one human, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make sense. You've got to have your own back first before you can expect anyone else to back you. Also, if you do that, I'm going to be honest here. If you're putting yourself in a position, I I personally don't feel like that that a man will respect you yeah. in the same way that he would if you were your own independent person yeah. with yeah. shit to bring to the table. Yeah, if he's got to put everything. Well, like a king, a king won't. But I know some kings want some kings. God, some baby boys yeah. want you to drop everything for them, and yeah. it's all good in theory until you're there on their doorstep with with nothing else going for you. You yeah. know. But, but let's, let's answer the question. Let's answer the question. <laughs> this poor GB. I don't want to judge her because yeah. look, here she is. She's reached out. She wants a resolution. My issue with this, Jules, mm-hmm. was why are you asking us how do you build your own support network when your priority should be getting yourself up on out of this situation on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So can you not defi- make an international call for some support? And I don't know, I, I said to her when I replied, can you not reach out to a Facebook group? Yeah. Find some, you know, like-minded women 
Mm-hmm. Hop on Gumtree, hop on Flatmate Finders, get yourself out of that really negative situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. move out with some other girls, yeah. and things, it'll happen from there. But you have to get yourself right first. Yeah. Well, I think she is kind of acknowledging that because she yeah. says, so I can set myself up to get through this eventual breakup. So yeah. look, it does it does sound like she's taking the right steps. Her question is about how do you find your feet as a woman in her late 20s? Well, I reckon I can speak from pure experience. I mean, yeah. I had one of my besties the other week reach out to me and she's She's not in the same position. Yeah. But she uh, moved here for her partner, basically. And she said to me the other way, Jules, I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. So now what do we do? Every Monday, pub night with this random group of girls we met on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook.com. Am I my parents? (laughs) The internet. The Facebook. (laughs) The Facebook. Facebook. So we do that and we're going to Bottomless this Saturday. But I think as well, just vulnerability in every situation always pays off. Yeah. You would be so surprised. Even if you're meeting up with fucking Catherine just once every Thursday, and you know, you think she's your only friend. Even if you say, hey, is there anything that I could get invited to as well? Yeah. Shit. When people say that to me, I'm like, oh, they almost regret it after two yeah, weeks you're of partying. you're so inclusive. Yeah, you're so inclusive. Yeah. I mean, but you moved here on your own as well, basically. Well, what are the steps that you took to find friends? That's a good question. So I moved here from, yeah, New Zealand with nothing but some clothes in a suitcase. Case, mm-hmm. didn't know anyone. Same, same. I went to like a job seeker. It was like a, how do you say, like a, like a day where you go to try and get a job in the city. I don't like uh, a, like a, a career career expo. Like a, yeah, like some sort of like career yeah, day for yeah. graduates. Okay, and I knew fucking no one, and I just rocked up with mm-hmm. my CV to this like career day, and then I met a couple girls, and funnily enough, we just got to talking. I said, "Oh, I'm just crashing with like my mum's friend at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to live or, or mm-hmm. how does it work in Sydney." And then I ended up moving in with them, mm-hmm. and they took me under their wing, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I ended up living with them for like five months. Mm-hmm. I got a job mm-hmm. off the back of that career day, mm-hmm. and then which got me into. I can't say the company. It got me into advertising. Yeah, yeah. And then I just went from there. And then I, you know, through that, through those two girls, I met other girls. Mm-hmm. Then once I started working, I met other people. Mm-hmm, then you go mm-hmm. out. It's like you just need to take that first step yeah. and just have faith. And then everything else will kind of flow on from that. Yeah. She just needs to make that one first move, yeah. in my opinion. Well, the world is full of lonely people afraid yeah. to make the first move which yeah. is something I wrote when I was cooked at Coachella. Yeah, and beautiful. I, I'm That's still beautiful. on it. Yeah. Um, but same with Jodes, moved here knowing, not knowing a soul, very similar stories. Yeah. And I tell you what, I told my mum, it, it is a goal of mine. I have to say yes to every single invite. So yes. for the first six years, I was very hungover. <laughs> No, but for the first solid two years, I made sure I said yes to every single thing. Yes. I would never say no. Even if I was on my deathbed basically yakking, I would get some winged eyeliner and I would off my, like, you know, you just never know who you meet. So put yourself out there. Definitely join um, an online Facebook group if you can. Yes, try and try new things. Like mm-hmm. it sounds really cliche and cringy, but yep. fucking if you don't, if you're not doing a sport, yep. go to the tennis club yeah, or just yep. something, yep. anything that's in your area that is not connected to your partner mm-hmm. where it's just your own don't invite thing. him ever as well don't, don't ever invite, invite him, him. <laughs> drop all his mates and dump him 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Drop all those mates. Try and find something that's just exclusive to you. But even um, when I was down at my local Woolworths, you know the one. Yeah, I know the one. There's ones. this beautiful, beautiful checkout chick mm. and I make sure I go through her every time. Yeah. And she was like, do you want to come for a sleepover one day? <laughs> I know. I was like, yes. Can I get your discount? <laughs> I love oh that. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Checkout chicks are the real MVPs. I was a They're checkout chick. They're holding yeah. Shout out holding to checkout Holding the society chicks. up for sure. All right. Was Have we actually about? helped her though? 100%. Okay. I hopefully well, we, we hope so. Hopefully we have. Feel free to DM us any feedback if that's a hot mess. Okay. But, um, Can we please get on to my confession? Yeah, let's get on to this confession. Eek! Because, okay, let me just pull up my notes. I need some, some naughty, upbeat vibes because that, that, that was a heavy one. Okay. Listener says, On Saturday night, my partner and I went to our first sex party. We were so nervous, okay. but thought, let's just go for a drink and see the vibe. It's only a $20 Uber away, so we can be home before midnight if we hate it. Sure. Anyway, we get there and it's a three-level venue, sort of like a nightclub, but with beds everywhere. Instantly, you're hit with the smell of sex. People are walking around in minimal lingerie or completely naked. Sounds like I need to be wow. here. There's three rooms upstairs with double beds. You can play in there with the door closed and no one comes in. A chain can be pulled across the door so people can watch but not come in. Or you can leave the door and chain open and others can come in and join you. Oh, my fucking God. There's another large room on that same level that's the orgy room, which is basically just all bed. And last but not least, downstairs is the dungeon. (laughs) There's whips, chains, a big cross you get tied up onto and a whole bunch of other kinky stuff. Oh, my Lord. We head to the orgy room and there's there's a few people fucking and going down on each other. We find a spot on the big bed and start doing foreplay when a lot of the other couples start interacting with me. <laughs> interacting. I was sucking this guy's dick whilst he was fucking a girl, sort of going in between her pussy and my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. I then start giving this English chick head and it was so fun. How great are vaginas? Yeah, <laughs> Hey, hey. I made her come and scream out in ecstasy, so I'm pretty fucking proud of myself. At one point, I was laying there with like five people around me, touching, kissing and caressing my body. I felt so free and liberated. Oh, wow. Me and my partner finished the evening by having sex, just him and I in one of the private rooms, hashtag romance, (laughs) and leave in the early hours of the morning. We go home and sleep next to each other, holding hands, knowing this will always be our little secret. Oh, wow. That's some notebook shit right there. And I know exactly that we'll, listener actually wrote to us where the suburb was and it's in between our houses, Jode. So if you're free, if you're free Saturday night. Hey, look, I've got no plans. We'll be really buffering it back and buffering the rope. Anything for the content, anything for the business, Jules. Anything. Guys, it has been so great to be with you. We'd best wrap it up, Joe. Yes. We've been dawdling on and on. But make sure that you jump onto Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, rate, review your gals, mm-hmm. and then make sure you're following our Instagram at yep. Goodbeat Podcast. We've got a lot of fun stuff dropping, so you don't want to miss out. And look, we'll see you next week, won't we, Jules? See you next week. Love you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>